0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Divulgence. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Order of Nine Angles, as well as some other interesting stuff. I hope everyone had a wonderful Halloween. I am super excited to welcome back my friend, William Ramsey. He has a podcast called William Ramsey Investigates, which I am still addicted to. He puts out episodes almost every day or every second day. He brings on awesome authors and filmmakers and artists, and they talk about a wild array of different stuff, and they always have great conversations. So I definitely recommend checking that out, as well as he has a bunch of great books that I've that I've personally read and enjoyed, as well as one we're going to talk about today called Global Death Cult, The Order of Nine Angles, Adam Waffen, and The Slaughter of the Innocents. I just finished this one myself, and. I thought uh, with Halloween coming up, it's a pretty, pretty scary topic. So I thought, ah, let's, let's get William on. Let's, let's talk about his book. He also has some updates that he has brought into my attention as well as he's put on his podcast. So I thought this would be a wonderful opportunity. So if everyone could just help me welcome my good friend, William Ramsey. Hey, William, how are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me back, Jordan. It's great to be with you. Awesome. No, I'm so happy for you to, for you to come back. I, I finished your book. Like I said, I would. So um, I, I I thought, hey, let's get you on. Let's talk about it. So before we do that, I will get the ball rolling by announcing that we're going to do a giveaway for your book. So we got two signed copies, uh, again, of Global Death Cult that we're going to give away. So if you want to enter in for that contest, just send, you can send myself a message, Divulgence Podcast, on any of the social media channels, whether it be uh, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Twitter would be the easiest one. You can just send me a quick DM or Instagram. so if yeah, if you want to enter for that, make sure to do that i i'll I'll let everyone know when the timeline is. I'll probably do it sometime around maybe a week after. The episodes posted but i'll make sure to uh, communicate that with everyone on social media so yeah it's again it's an awesome book it'll be a signed copy brand new and um, i i know you're going to enjoy it so definitely make sure to check that out so can you tell me william what got you interested in the order of nine angles and the other groups that you
1: talk about and what led you to writing this specific book well, I think it's just because my earlier books, I kind of looked into the occult. I was looking into Crowley, the Smiley Face Killers. And really, I think somebody had mentioned the Order of Nine Angles on one of my YouTube videos, but I had just passed over it. And it wasn't really until a researcher by the name of Igor Sarsky, who was also a Smiley Face Killer kind of researcher, reached out to me in August of 2020. And I did, I've done three interviews with him. So people can check those out. And I've included the audio two of those interviews. At the back of this book, he talked to me, and so then I was like, "Oh, this is really fascinating." There's a lot of overlapping doctrines in this group, the Order of Nine Angles, and a lot of things that just happened really in 2020. There had been recent cases that I include in that happened. One is uh, like Meltzer, who tried to betray his army unit to the O.N.A., and another guy in Toronto, kind of closer to you. Yeah, uh, his name is Warren von Neutegem. Yeah, and he hasn't even gone to court yet, but he stabbed at least one guy. Well, actually, sneaked, snuck up and slit his throat. It's pretty graphic. Snuck up and slit his throat outside of Toronto in the suburb of Toronto and possibly stabbed another guy a week before that who also had a knife injury and was murdered. But he's still going to trial. So those things were happening. So I was like, oh, so this is actually happening in the real world. And the more that I researched it, it opened up kind of this understanding of who the global, the order of nine angles was, but their effect really at a global level, I think with the advent and growth of, transnational communications department you know internet pretty much and so it really piqued my curiosity so I really kind of dove in I get as much of the literature as possible I mean there's 10,000 pages of like ONA literature so I, I really tried to focus on the earliest stuff the core documents and the core concepts and so that was led to this book and how the ONA is influencing things around the world and it influenced the far right here it comes out of the far right of England but it's uh, this one group, Adam Waffen, that really is fairly new, that started in 2015. Some of the ideas of the ONA have clearly seeded through this right wing group. So it's kind of like occult Nazism or post Hitler, post Crowley, kind of uh, national socialism, socialism, occultism. And I thought it was very, I thought it was, my reason to writing this book is because it was kind of a set of novel ideas that were secretive and not really public. So my goal with the book was to try to very co- as cogently and clearly as possible, lay out where it's from, the history, what their ideas are, and their effects to the present day.
0: Wonderful. There's so much interesting stuff. I'm sure we'll touch on it as much as we can today. But just to add to the Atomwaffen point, so in your book, it's translated in German to nuclear weapons. That's correct? Correct. And just to make sure I got this correctly is, is Adam Waffen a cell or another term you use in your book quite a bit is Nexion, I believe. Right. So is that a, a, a
1: Nexion or a cell of the order of nine angles? It's an excellent question. And I don't think it's been confirmed that it hasn't is, been confirmed. Right. it hasn't been confirmed, yeah. but there are That's, overlaps with this thing, but there is a group that has overlapping things that just really came out. And it is part of the updates that I really just updated. The final update was this morning, so or it got approved this morning by Amazon, but there's a group that is, literally is a nexion of the ONA titled Temple of Blood out of South Carolina, and it's run by a guy named Suter or Sutter, S-U-T-T-E-R, who publishes a lot of the occult doctrines called Martinet Press, and a lot of those books that came out of Martinet Press have influenced Adam Waffen and some of the, the main core documents of the ONA some of that literature, like uh, the sinister tradition, there's been pictures of these guys in it. And definitely you can tell that in their postings that people, other researchers have accumulated that these guys have done it. And there's a lot of right-wing researchers. There's guys, some names I don't really, I don't really want to expose it. If you look into it, there's been other journalists who've done really good work. I mean, I got to tell you, some I've reached out to but so they've, they've acquired these pictures out of their social media. These guys, a lot of these guys who are in the Waffen, are holding up books of the, you know, sinister tradition. So it's really fascinating to see the growth of this group come out of 1980s UK national socialism. And just with the growth of the Internet and, and easily obtainable publishing infuse their ideas into the, the far right here in the United States. And and the Adam Waffen is, I mean,
0: whether, whether it is a part of the ONA technically or not, it, it would be a, they're located in the, the United States or North America primarily,
1: I think. Well, the, well the original member was from Tampa, Florida. Florida. So yeah. his name was? Brandon Russell. Uh, Russell. Brandon Clint Russell, right. He recently just got up. This is my update. So I published in May. The original version was in May 2021. And in August, he got out of jail so he served his 4 year sentence for bomb making but he was involved with his sidekick who's still in jail and then two mem early members of adam offen that i write about in the book were murdered by his associate and their names were himmelman and onishchuk and i think that they were from they were from kind of northeast so i think they were kind of northeast members of adam offen which really wasn't that big i don't think that big of a group but their ideas i mean they, they seek in, got inspiration from other nazis in america yeah charles manson so they they kind of picked kind of lunatics this guy right here there's denton he recently got arrested so he's been in jail he's yeah, involved he in, in
0: your book yeah yeah
1: so there's i mean and that adam waffen there's that sign of the it's kind of like the fascist laurel leaf with the three things there and they consistently wear these skull masks do a lot of training out in the thing and it's race war and they're into their kind of thing that was different than really the ona was pamphleteering or really putting up posters and i think one of the the ways to get into the group was to go and put posters adam waffen posters at college campuses or somewhere so there's actually videos of some of these guys putting posters up like this if you see this for a thing the day of the rope is kind of their kind of fantasy where if they oh, come to okay. power they're going to hang everybody in
0: jeez like, yeah those are
1: graphic like yeah, super dark super nihilistic very apocalyptic yeah like it's
0: just if i were to yeah if i were to see those up yeah it's not a it definitely gives off a bad energy too like yeah, I mean,
1: here's the guys in front of Auschwitz. So they're poor, poor Auschwitz. I wrote about that guy too. If you go down one a little bit more, it's uh, right there, that guy in the in the prison garb. His name was, he killed Blaze Bernstein. It was, yeah, I can't remember his name offhand. But yeah, it'll come to me. But yeah, so these guys, these were some of the main people who were involved in killing. But this guy, if you go look, his he dyed his hair black. But in his regular kind of light light hair, uh, you can see him in a lot, in many, in my opinion, it's him in a lot of Adam Waffle videos. And I I suspect that's why he dyed his hair as he's trying to confuse researchers. Uh, Woodward, his name is Woodward. He's actually in Orange, California right now in jail because of COVID. A lot of these guys' trials got delayed. So his was one of them. But if you scroll up a little bit, these two guys right here. So this is Clint Russell, neo-Nazi converted to Islam, BuzzFeed News. So they're holding the Nazi flag and the Waffen flag. I think his buddy's name was Anders who killed the two guys. But you can see that there, there's these concepts that you wouldn't associate with the old Nazis, but the new neo-Nazis have s- similar ideological views to, like a very radical Islam. So very radical Islam now yeah. is kind of acceptable. And that's kind of one of the things that happened with the ONA doctrines is that you're just infiltrating, you know, groups. And that's really what the original founder in the UK did, Mayotte, is he, he thought these inside roles were very important. So it was like infiltrating groups. And one of the groups he infiltrated was a uh, very, you know, terroristic version of Islam. And so that's what happened. That's like some of the similarities you see with Adam And this is one of them is this one kid who's the sidekick of the original founder uh, joins Islam. And actually, that's what led to the death of Onischuk and Himmelman. Is apparently they kept teasing him for being a Muslim, and uh, I think he got he just yeah these guys aren't really stable. So he he got an AK forty and shot him in like a, one of the bedrooms of an apartment in Tampa.
0: What do you attribute to? I mean, maybe maybe it's maybe it's just fresh in my mind because I read it in your book, and there's there seems to be numerous links to these neo-nazi groups and islam in some shape or form. well there was
1: always kind of even if you go back to hitler he had he had kind of a sympathy towards certain islamic groups and there was always a a connection like a ideological connection with turkey so that was always kind of i think that's what happened with these other this post guy mayat really was somebody who kind of continued that tradition that you know the ideas of islam and nazism are somewhat similar
0: okay interesting yeah because
1: but if you're i mean you have to kind of the the kind of ideology of ona is almost like their belief i mean at least if you read it and even not the nazi part but it's about Accelerationism and creating chaos, right? Oh, there's that picture. That's what I was that, about. That's the one. Okay. Right. So there it is. They were all uh, the Nazis thought they were Aryans, right? And Iran is Aryan. Iran actually means Aryan, it's just a variants of the word. So Iran, Aryan. So supposedly the Germans came from that area and, and populated Germany. That's why they always looked east. So they had sympathies for these other groups, certain parts of Islam. And you, there's a picture, I think, of Hitler talking to the Mufti of Jerusalem, you know, mm-hmm. even before before Israel was formed in 1948. So 1941, yeah, 1941. So if you want to learn about Hitler, I did a seven part series on my podcast of his psychological analysis from the from the United States perspective. Okay, cool. He well, was not normal. He was not normal. Hitler or uh, Hitler. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Can go on, yeah. i mean That's they true. say he wasn't normal but he uh yeah no he uh, he's a coprophiliac is really what he was he had a, you know well you can get really graphic but yeah he's a, he oh sure a man yeah
0: <laughs> i yeah. i recently bought a few books on like there's one called blitz and just the war uh nazi and the reich and all the drugs they were using and stuff. drugs
1: yeah but she was drugged out all the time yeah,
0: yeah he's a mess. So, there's a lot of stuff that you don't learn in the history books so Mm-mm. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah,
1: no, it's a seven-part series. I think it was well-received. I I think I just read directly out of it. It was compiled. It was known as the Longer Report. And then it got changed to a new title called The Mind of Adolf Hitler. But what it really was, was a compilation of all the intel that was put together prior up to 1943 from as many sources, people who knew Hitler, his girlfriends. And they compiled it into... I think a 200 page document with a thousand pages of notes. So it's very rigorous and it was done for the benefit. It was, uh, you should see it up there. If you type it in there, it should pop up. You're going too far down. Is it it on? It should be, it should be one part of it should be on there somewhere. But it was done by Wild Bill Donovan, right? So it was the real, prior to this, to the CIA's founding, this group, the OSS Office of Strategic Services. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Somebody put that up somewhere else. What's I think, Hommy? I don't even know what that is. Let's click on that link. Oh, um, Yeah, so that's part three. So it's seven parts. Cool.
0: No, I'm going to check that out for sure, man. Absolutely. I yeah. love that stuff. So yeah,
1: so, yeah, so I think it's important to kind of see his psychology, it's like he was going to drive everything down. And uh, yeah. Oh, she, you're anyway, already, yeah, I you're mean, again, you're you, like he's t- he couldn't sleep. He was like an insomniac, so he had to find help to get put to sleep. And he was screaming like there he is in the corner. He was seeing entities or Satan in the corner. Like this is not a normal guy. Anyway, that's a whole story, but it kind of does tie into this group because there's this view of Hitler as an avatar, or I view him more as Antichrist, right? But some of these people view Hitler as like an avatar. Savitra Devi. There's a guy Guerrero from like South America. These people idealized Hitler as some kind of, uh, like I said, an avatar for this their racist ideas, and so I think this group does too. The O.N.A. The time history from the birth of Hitler, and you can say Hitler kind of almost was a mess, a German Messiah, or tried to take the place of Christ in an antichrist position. So there's some elements of what he did in Germany, where he was trying to transpose himself with Christ. So there's a thousand year Reich, right? That was supposed to be the thousand years of paradise or whatever for the Reich, but that's supposed to be the thousand years of reign when Christ returns, right? So there's weird similarities there. And they actually mentioned that in the psychological uh, report of, of Hitler, that he was he was trying to put himself out as kind of like the german messiah you see all those by himself where he's all by himself just totally alone you know in all those public meetings like anyway mm-hmm. um so that's actually the script the ona like so the year of phi is the year of rejoicing for the birth of Hitler. so that you'll see that go through the ona and i mean you we can get into a whole nother it's not within my book but the occultism suffuses the nazis from Very beginning to the terrible end, so um, oh yeah, it's another story. That's a whole. I
0: mean, just in general, the occult and the Nazis. Like I was saying, that stuff interests me so much. Like, there's so many books and topics I want to get. There's one. If
1: you want to listen to a really good one, I did was uh, Eric. I can't remember his last name. He's a professor, but I interviewed him about his book called Hitler's Monsters. Okay. Yeah, and that would you can find that on my podcast. Oh, God, what's his last name? Anyway, really, really a great scholarly kind of non, I think he called it crypto history. So he's the opposite of crypto history where people kind of just uh, make sweeping statements. But the real history is is actually disturbing enough. But Hitler's Monsters, yeah, I think it was a paranormal analysis of Hitler's Third Reich is the subtitle.
0: Ooh, interesting. Okay. I'll have to check that out for sure. I got to
1: figure out his name. It's bothering me and all the people who kind of surrounded him pretty much were monsters eric curland curlander oh okay
0: yeah oh yeah his i mean yeah the people he kept close the my last my last episode or a few episodes ago i did i did one on uh, camp x in ontario in canada the secret agent training camp and it was a great episode and there's a a tie to I forget his name, but it, he was called the butcher of Prague, and he was actually the guy who concocted the the final solution idea. And oh, I don't remember. I, was I, he killed
1: in, in Prague? Yeah,
0: I believe so. Yeah, so the the two agents that they trained to go get him. We're trained not far from Toronto, not far from where I live. Oh, really? Wow. Ontario. Yeah, it's cool, man. It's really interesting. Really interesting. I stuff.
1: think that that guy was supposed to be. If Hitler died, he was gonna he was gonna run the Reich. I can't remember his name now. Okay. I see his uh, face. He has like a yeah.
0: If it's the same really guy remember, that uh, we're talking about, then they used to call him the Butcher of Prague, a Reinhard Heydrich
1: yes that's it hydric yeah. yeah
0: yeah i'll you should check the episode out but i'll i'll send you yeah, i'll check it
1: out uh, that sounds I'll, interesting
0: I'll, I'll send you a copy of one of the books it's it's crazy last time i was in thunder bay i went to a used bookstore and there was a copy of of his his name is lynn philip hodgson uh, a copy of his book for five bucks bought it read it reached out to him and yeah it was it was great that's I mean, cool man that's really awesome. cool because i know you talk about with your books and crowley and stuff and how ian fleming mixes in so he mixes in at camp x too and that's where he gets a lot of his james bond ideas and he meets the guy who writes goldfinger there and there's oh it's it's great man it's william you should check it out it's really interesting whether you read the book i could i'll, I'll see if i should have an extra copy now i'll see you, you. Should, I should ship it to you. me yeah but yeah man send I will you, I'll send and, you and my check the episode it. out or listen to it it's it's cool it's really cool. I'll
1: I'll listen to it yeah I, won't, I won't listen to it. it. Sounds like something that I would enjoy listening to. That. Yeah it's
0: cool and he's and he's he's setting up a, a museum and yeah anyways not to get off topic but we'll we'll kind of you know, overlaps it's the yeah, no, history. Yeah man. so it's just cool the Ian Fleming thing so I'm I'd like to I'd like to do an episode eventually on him and just connect I- stuff that you've written on well it's like interesting because
1: you're bringing up the nazis but i did another interview about otto skorzeny who the devil's disciple his name was stewart smith okay. i actually remember that author's name but he said that one of fleming's characters was based off of otto skorzeny who was really kind of a commando sidekick of hitler involved in all kinds of oh,
0: subterfuge
1: okay. even post-war too he was involved and he we were I mean, it's crazy, but he ended up working for the Mossad and writing okay. out ex Nazis. So he was a very he was a tough guy. He was a very tough person to know, I think. Sort mm-hmm. but it was just interesting. There's another tie into Fleming I didn't know, but Fleming so used real characters. So the ship was Crowley.
0: Yeah, so I've heard you talk about that before about connections he's made. And then when I when I interviewed Lynn and and you make like I'm sure in the book you'll read and you'll make the connections, but so the ones that we, we highlight in the podcast, there's like, I, I would just like to, to start analyzing some of those Bond, older Bond movies again, because based on the connections that were made in the podcast we did, he definitely likes to write
1: about what he knows, right. who he knows, what he's done. So, well, here's another one. Here's another addition. So I know that all of those poker scenes were taken yep. from vignettes. Those vignettes were taken from experiences that Fleming had had in Portugal playing across from Nazi officers, right? So that kind of head-to-head thing all comes from that. But also, there's a scene, at, le- at least in one of the early movies, he goes into La Cirque Club. And La Cirque was known as this fascist post-war fascist group. You can go and, re- and read about the Cirque. So he's referencing all that stuff in his books. it's all it's all it's not purely from his imagination it's from his experience and you can read my book children of the Beast and there he was very much involved in World War II and luring hess to the to the u k through subterfuge and all kinds of, so I, th- I think there's a movie coming about about one of the operations he was involved in, which was faking the landing at Sicily or something by dropping. A dead body in the Mediterranean with fake documents, hoping that the Germans would think it was real. And apparently they did think it was real. And I Fleming was involved in that. So you can see all of that stuff plays out and in, into his uh, books that, you know, people just see the movies and typically the book is telling you the real story. The movie kind of has a. Right. It's almost like a visage, visage of really what the author's putting in.
0: Yeah. You know what? Just, and on that point, it's funny because, and again, you'll 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 hear about it in the episode but paul i believe his name's paul dane he's the screenwriter for goldfinger and then he did the classic planet of the apes movies and he's pretty well known in hollywood after the war apparently gold when it came to the book versus movie thing goldfinger the movie really was one that really people were like okay geez this is where the the movie is way better and it and it hits on so many interesting stuff so it's just interesting that there's that connection there and it's it's so well, i mean
1: so many books i mean there's a lot of films out there that you you can learn about what the author was really t- telling before the screen screenplay got written if you read the books like if you want an insight in 2001 a space Odyssey, you got to read clark's version even before you watch the movie he, okay. he re- reveals so much stuff in that book and it, by not having that book out at the same time the movie came out it made kubrick's version much more mysterious but it really is kind of the blueprint of 2001 and so i uh, believe if you know what you're reading same thing about fight club you got to read pal's yeah, book that's a big one yeah, very sure. important to read that book to understand what you're watching so yeah uh, there's uh, people of- are, uh, people almost need you almost need to watch these movies with their books in hand the decoder your yeah, book
0: yeah decoder, no, fight exactly. Club's got a lot of uh, you got to do a lot of decoding there. There's, I mean, I, I've heard you talk about it or other people with the smiley faces and the nine 11 connections and just the whole new world order connections. Like that's, that's huge. So, but, and I mean, and we, you, and me, we've even talked about it, I think in my, our second episode, when we talked about West Memphis three, just the whole, once Hollywood throws the story on the chopping block, right. uh, you know what i mean they're like a surgeon with permission to to cut off whatever they want they just have
1: yeah. no way i mean those three those three documentaries is what most people know about the west memphis three and it's just it's a tr- atrocity actually it's a real atrocity too because even that lady who i can't remember her name either but she worked at hbo she was like a well-recognized kind of law lauded documentary producer but those were just a disaster i mean they were they were a social mind rape, you know, in my opinion. So, sure, like, yep. And, nobody, and that's kind of how Hollywood is. Everybody pats at each other on the back, even when they put out deceptive trash, garbage.
0: Yeah, no, it was. We, I mean, we we spoke about it, you know. And then Metallica got involved. They put their music in it, and then it just became a a pop culture force, basically. And it just took a turn for the worse. And whether it was the right intentions or not some people had the right ones, some people didn't and
1: well i mean there's other people put other values of over their you know the quest for truth or trying to be honest they're trying to get money get their next movie finance so they're going to put this one out they want the fame they want adulation so maybe some of these other values are much more important than them than actually relating things that's the whole thing about a documentary that's deceptive is some of these documentaries are pure propaganda they're not documenting squat like if you look at uh al gore's what is it the uh, what was the name of that the inconvenient truth inconvenient truth it's just pure propaganda like all the stuff that he predicted none of it came true yeah now it took
0: years for people to start i mean people yeah i mean they scratched their head when it now, came but out
1: but now it's like what did he just say did it happen this didn't happen i mean i think miami was supposed to be underwater in 2018 or something like that i have to go back and look at it but it just nothing he said came true anyway um... so that's the whole if you want to be deceptive you can sheath your deception in these labels like a documentary oh yeah i'm making a documentary i'm not going to document anything but i'm going to call it a documentary
0: yeah and growing up when I was started getting interested in learning stuff I thought oh I'll watch movies that are about true stories or based on true stories and it's like okay well Hollywood chops it up and whatever and then oh well I'll watch documentaries and then it's like well they're biased and they can get chopped around and and taken out of context so now it's like yeah you don't right no you you make it you want to know you gotta you gotta be actively learning and paying attention about these things you can't just watch one thing
1: or read one thing really and the other thing is you don't really even know what the agreements are of the director <laughs> he may not Absolutely. even have final say on his on his movie a lot of those guys don't have final say so yeah. they may have tons of information and stuff and then like well i made it and some executive says well yeah you're done We're going to chop it and edit it the way we want for the narrative we want that's going to sell the most. Yeah. Or whatever. So you don't really know. You don't know what some of those deals are going on in the back room. Unfortunately, that's, I mean, you can even look at Kubrick and uh, Eyes Wide Shut. We don't even know what his real intent was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a little muddy. Yeah, with respect to figuring that one out. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them. No, 1999 was really a high water year for kind of like a cult elite exposure films you had eyes wide shut fight club okay the ninth gate okay uh, and uh, what was the one with schwarzenegger which really was kind of campy but they put in stuff like they foreshadowed 9-11 and that i think it was end of times Do you remember that one where the demon could yeah. up at the church yeah yeah so that, that was those are just four that i can think off the top of my head i think there was a lot of stuff oh, okay they were yeah there was a lot of you know kind of revelation of the method type stuff like Mm -hmm. if you want to quote Hoffman I don't know I don't know who
0: Hoffman's quote what was I going to say shoot Uh, anyway
1: oh
0: shoot what was I going to say I forget what I was going to say to your point Uh, it'll come back to me Oh yeah. Well, just a side topic. We should. I mean, I'll. I'm gonna eventually, somewhere down the line, I'm gonna look more into these these Bond films with with Ian Fleming, and maybe we can get together with because Jay Dyer breaks down movies, and he does the Bond movies a lot. So maybe he he'd be a good guy to to bring on and sure. talk about that with. That'd, that'd be kind of interesting to see. Yeah, what, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So, but so again with with regards to the order of nine angles and all these different cells and neck what what, sorry what was the term
1: nexicon they call it Nexian. Nexian. really just an invented word it's like a he just made up a lot of the terminology Maya did but Nexian was kind of his idea of nexus kind of a nexus between what he would call we would call kind of the temporal or spiritual world he would call the causal and a causal world okay so
0: would he would he was he using that term essentially interchangeable with a cell or
1: a group i think so i think a Nexian is a cell but he, i mean i think that's kind of like the part of the power of the new terminology is it's not references clearly to the concept of a cell because if you heard of like a terrorist cell Sure. communist cell yeah. so i think using the term Nexian kind of it occults it occults its meaning right
0: yeah exactly no it does yeah it does and it, in your book you you gave a you give a great snapshot as to how far and how wide the reaches of 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 this general group which has been broken up into these nexions or these cells from
1: yeah they're all over italy yeah, and you, got, you know italy, US, us uk yeah. canada
0: brazil egypt australia ireland spain south africa serbia russia iceland poland portugal Sweden, Chile. And that's, I mean, I think I'm leaving a couple out, but
1: those are just some of those are just wistful kind of hints that somebody was there on the internet or the Wayback machine. Like, I don't really know what goes on underneath the surface. I have no idea, but there are those websites are there, which indicates, you know, somebody is uh, up to no good in those, those countries. And I've caught communications between the heads or leaving you know, statements or likes in England and so forth. And even some of these guys, like we mentioned, Russell, who, Brandon, Clint Russell, who was going to the UK and talking with other kind of right wing groups. So it's, they're, they're internationally communicating. No, in my mind, no question. The the total extent, I don't know. Like when you look up some of these
0: groups or in your book, some of the pictures that you include. And you see them posing with flags and masks and this and that. And some of them seem more willing than others to kind of get out there in the spotlight or be a bit more risky with their identity. I mean, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a big group of people that just, you know, they keep it on the down low, very quiet, very incognito, you know, very occultic and esoteric and coded
1: right and then and... right i mean that's the whole thing it's like some of those people there was a college i think there was a Nexian at oxford so you're talking about you know not people in a trailer park or something like that you're talking about educated intelligent people who are. yeah exactly so but... you don't know i mean that's one of them and one of the doctrines within this is to kind of like trench or you're to the part of the group is the purpose of the group is to keep yourself camouflaged you're not supposed right. to reveal you're in the ona
0: exactly yeah so i mean if that's why they utilize this cell technique and you know i don't know what kind of means of communication they use but you know there's so much more options these days and well
1: there's i mean in some of these leaders you can tell that they're using pgp keys right you know that they have pretty good privacy and they're using it because they're putting their key out there so what do they need privacy for and what are they encrypting
0: right just goes into your point about their intelligence. Some of these guys are, you know, they're they're educated. They're trained. The guy
1: who formulated this group is intelligent. He's I mean, he writes in other stuff and he supposedly translates some Greek. And he's okay. integrating these concepts. There's clearly like Jungian concepts in this group, Nietzschean. So he's able, I mean, he's smart enough to have that kind of cultured grasp, a kind of a broader grasp of philosophical cultured ideas from different culture from different places Greek, ancient Greece and integrating those ideas into this and then renaming them kind of old English old English terms and stuff so they're kind of new you know different terms that you see one of the interesting things that I came across in this is the the bat that they have that the ONA kind of used and used the term and you'll see that bat in some of the waffen flags so you can tell they know uh, exactly what they're doing you know they know it's specific to the ONA it's not from some other cult group Crowleyism or Levan or uh, Akenon or something it's straight out of the ONA and so
0: this Brandon Russell that yeah
1: Brandon Clint Russell started or Adam Waffen. Adam Waffen. I'm sorry okay <laughs> and who who was the, the guy name? who started ONA his name is Myatt M-A-M-Y-A-T-T yeah,
0: David, David Myatt Okay, so is he? I'm gonna pull it up here. Is he the
1: one that would have invented this symbol, or is this symbol? No, the Maya came up with that symbol, or somebody in the early formation of the O.N.A. and that's kind of their nine angles. It's supposed to be, but it's in my book. I kind of explain what the symbol means to them. The symbol means to them like the planets. At least from its original thing was the five planets, and then there's four. There's four kind of portals like there's a human portal and dark portal and the whole idea of the group is to try to presence these dark gods that are somewhat similar similar to yeah that's i covered him in the book yeah absolutely yeah But yeah these portals where you're supposed to presence these gods into your whole you know existence wow
0: yeah i'm gonna i'll have to look more. And that's
1: important you can see the chant right here you can go to his youtube channel and see the whole kind of ona temple it's all specific to the ona the the uh triangle there the crystal triangle he's got right there he's got the symbol he has the light this is all ona stuff it's all specific to ona that's crazy it's
0: um, it's unbelievable
1: and you know the thing is is that they probably 999 or 9999 would see that and just go that's not for me but if they get one out of ten thousand. And they think that this is legit. That's the Sonnenrad, right? The okay. the same thing that was in Wewelsburg Castle. That uh, was one of Crowley's henchmen. But yeah, you get one out of you know ten thousand, and you are you're off to the races. This person thinks that this is how he's going to get power. How he's going to learn? He's got a system already, a septenary system. He's got to go through, and uh, you know, yeah, it's, I. <laughs> To it just it just de-
0: it just it, uh, sorry it just matters what extent they believe it and what extent they're going to take it to and, right. and you know perceive let, let others perceive that they believe it right like right there's so many it, levels but
1: and, it, and you know that could be for any ideology whether it's Christianity Judaism Islam like somebody could be a lackadaisical Jew or Jewish person or islam but the, some people are like this is my life i am a rigid exactly. yeah ultra orthodox ona member or, or or christian or mormon or whatever." so if they get one that's super orthodox and just as this is my identity that person is a lunatic like a literal lunatic because of some of these things they're supposed to do take place at full moons and stuff right so yeah
0: have you once i read your book i just i i I wanted to pull pull this one out again and r- give it a read. Have you read uh, Lords of
1: Chaos? No, but I'm somewhat familiar with some of that stuff. Yeah. And I've actually been doing a lot of, well, there's a guy I know who's doing a lot of research. He lives in one of the Nordic countries and knows the languages and kind of, he says the ONA presence or some of its ideas are definitely have been seeded throughout the farthest right, the kind of satanic Nordic right. Uh, stuff that's crazy, yeah. I mean, you can see that picture there. There's Crowley right there, Mayhem Singer's Ominous Knife Play. Click on that there. That one, yeah. If you can open that picture, there's Crowley, Stalin. This one here, yeah, that's Alistair Crowley. What oh, there you know? we go. That's the, That's actually the background of my first book. Is him? He's actually making what's known as the hand sign of Pan, so that's the horns of Pan. Oh, okay he's a god in between the twin towers yeah. Crazy.
0: there's a little bay yeah i know yeah, those names uh yeah those names they they always seem to crop back up at, at some point so that's there were a few names that i remember in the lords of chaos book that briefly come up whether i think some of these adam waffen guys or ona guys follow some Yeah, of it's these.
1: varg varg Virknes or whatever that's there.
0: one of them varg Yeah, exactly yeah so
1: and i included like two people referencing him in my book right? yes so, you do yeah absolutely i think it was one was suvanna rath who was the canadian attempted mass slayer i believe it was yeah you Halifax, a Twitter you know. account there and he's yeah and i think the other one was also canadian it was von neuter jim reference mark too okay so these guys are in that community there i mean they have terrible. I mean, these these are extreme ideologies. Uh, it's bad. But Roth is an interesting case because she uses that term "calling," which is a, which is a predominant word in ONA. Which yeah, I'll bring t- that up. Which ties into. Have you followed the Petito case here in the in the states, where this the blonde girl ended up getting killed? I think so. No, P- Petito? Well, yeah, her name was uh, Petito, I think. I didn't watch a lot of the TV surrounding it, but it was like on the screen all the time. Yeah, I mean, was, Petito? Uh, yeah, her name was Brian Laundry, was her boyfriend. Yeah. But they he was into Chuck Palniak books, and one was called Lullaby. And there's actually pictures of him with his book. And do you know what the central theme of that book is? What? It's about Kip killing. Like he says oh, this one lullaby that he calls my God. human beings. Right, that's the actual word that's used. And the reason I came across that is because, do you know who Dog the Bounty Hunter is? Oh, I am the dog. Right, so the Dog the Bounty Hunter said that, he thought Loundry was either a serial killer in gestation or something was going on in that. He had a weird taste for music, a weird taste for books.
0: Jeez.
1: And he, this is what Loundry wrote on Instagram. He said, the effing craziest out of all Chuck's books on my shelf I can't fathom how he must have written this one. I love to preach all of the insane twists and turns but all I can say is that I'll never forget the nam- name Rant Casey or Green Taylor Sims. So they used to read out Chuck Palnyuk's book. I mean, it's crazy. Guess where Chuck shows up? He shows up on on Joe Rogan like last week or the last couple of days. Who did? Palnyuk.
0: Oh. Interesting very interesting I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look up
1: this this Petito case a bit more yeah it's Gabby Petito was her name yeah I got but it right it was here. all it was all over the news here it was kind of like people were commenting on it because like she fit that proto- pro- prototype of like a blonde girl in distress so yeah it seemed to like people that's what I'm seeing identified sure. with her yeah there's a lot see the haunting novel yeah like, yeah there it is See, I didn't, I haven't seen this right here, but yeah, there's a lullaby. That's a fairly recent October 11th. The
0: world, twisted books, chilling art before the murder. So did he, like, hey, spoiler alert, but did he kill uh, Petito?
1: I guess that's the, the, that kind of the. I think that's what they think is that he's the prime suspect. Whoa, He's the prime suspect. And then he went and supposedly killed himself. Wow. And
0: he's into, he's into some stuff.
1: Yeah. sure that's exactly wow. what i think i actually just quoted that for right there i quoted that love of darkness part okay wow okay yeah, Go so you go scroll up a little bit it says are you a witch do you believe in magic Are a fan of magic that's the book description interesting the pocket guide which is for you wow interesting okay
0: i'll have to look more into that because that's uh yeah, he's into some stuff. Uh serial killer books, insane twists, yeah. And then you said he's into Crowley and whatnot too. Right? I don't know
1: if he's into Crowley. See, There's the lullaby book that he's yeah. with uh pictured with. That's hmm. wow. Paul Nick's book yeah. Huh. They were a branch around here.
0: there it is again. Jeez, he loves he loves that book. He loves taking pictures of that book.
1: Oh yeah no, they had kind of a very rocky relationship or something like that Anyway, just oh, to tie on. into that word calling, so to...
0: yeah yeah no that that's that's a big part of the ONA and of these groups right is calling and human mm-hmm. sacrifice so yeah they they clearly take it very serious seriously um, and I mean, uh, there's a there's a good part near the start of your book that talks about the human sacrifice and whatnot, and not root, not, well, almost like I think at one point they're talking about like the etiquette or whatnot of human sacrifice or
1: uh, right. Yeah, it's a good word. There is, an, uh, according to them, there is an etiquette. Like you're supposed to do certain test the oak for before you kill it. Yes. Oh, yes, and that is
0: another another term the opfer right, right. it's a o- german
1: term german word for sacrifice
0: right and that's o-f-p-e-r or... o-f-p-e-r
1: correct yeah so
0: yeah those so yeah O-O for yeah calling maxion so those are some those are some terms that come up in your book that were were new to me so those are definitely definitely added into my my occult dictionary now for sure so let's see, what else? What are, are there any are there any specific for, for the people that do uh, do read the book and whatnot and who haven't heard your recent episode, are there any can you bring up maybe just a few of the the significant updates that uh, Absolutely.
1: I mean, I think one is this kid, <laughs> this kid Daniel Hussein, who has a tie to the ONA through his interest in become a living god. And he was supposedly posting on this BALG website, which has become a living God acronym, which was run by EA Quetting. And so he went out at night and killed these two kids. He made some blood pact with a demon who thought he was going to give him money. And he, I think he saw a lot of, there's a lot of these guys are on the spectrum of the, you know, Asperger's or whatever. Sure. So he, he apparently is one of them. He just got sentenced. I think his sentence, sentenced. He was found guilty, but his sentencing was delayed in the uk to determine his his mental competency okay. but this is a case that these are cases that just really happened but this guy ea coetting turns out according to one journalist which you can find out in my book he was providing information or writing stuff for the temple of blood which is a yep. known Nexian of the O.N.I. Right. so there's a two two you know Steps from the Temple of Blood to this kid, Daniel, who's saying he's young. So that's kind of one of the updates. And I've added some of the other stuff. Let's see, I, I added kind of there's all of these recent events, these kind of young, you know, 17, 18-year-old boys or men who have been immersed or starting to get this satanic literature, and they're all being taken to court. And you can't name their name by law in the UK. So I've referenced some of those things. I don't even know their names, but they're reading you know, Satanic Temple of Blood stuff. Uh, there was also two killings, which happened in Russia. It actually happened back in 2015, but they just got caught. So that was an interesting um, addition. It just showed kind of the global reach of the ONA. So I included that in the book. And then also really kind of which was big news and which was alleged even before this event happened, which is that one of these guys who ran the Temple of Blood his name was Sutter or Suter. I can't figure out how to pronounce his name, but he was a confidential informant for the government. And the uh, one one of the attorneys for one of these Adam Waffen guys who got busted, and I think, is going to jail. I don't know if he's been sentenced yet. But the government told one of the defense things that this guy's gotten, I think, one hundred forty over one hundred forty thousand dollars. And was a key. It's very important to, uh, detail is that he was a key informant for recent arrests that that provided probable cause to uh, search some of these people's houses and you know they found incriminating i think the cops found incriminating stuff so that was an interesting thing and one, one journalist who's followed these guys he ag- he added this on his twitter account he said quote bottom line is this martinet press has been essentially bankrolled by the feds pumping out a steady stream of extremist lit and so, I mean, it's pretty incredible because that that was one of these things. They have Iron Gates and there's a guy out of the UK who publishes stuff through the Martinet Press, really dark stuff. A lot of it that I've quoted in the book, but uh, yeah. it is remarkable to see. That's just one instance. I mean, some people have criticized me for not, and I actually had a criticism on Amazon as a result that my yeah, book is yeah my book is fake because i didn't expose government intel traps and that supposedly they all are and that cannot be true if you look at all these events somebody's using this information to do nefarious deeds by themselves as lone wolf stuff so you can't say that these are all intel the actual creation of the ideology may have been but you can't say that you could say but whether that's really you can confirm that all of these people are government operatives is uh, much harder harder to ascertain but I think I can determine yeah. some of some of these groups are not they're not they didn't they didn't get formed kind of natively or whatever or uh, you know uniquely somebody else probably formed them but that's up to you I mean for me it's sure. pretty obvious some of these groups are 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 not they're not they're not made by, by some young right where there's something else going on anyway so i leave it up to the group it's not my job to really expose yeah and anymore. that's not the scope of your book either necessarily so i mean like for the as for the guy who gave I, that's the fine paper. i don't i don't mind the criticism whatever but i don't think it's fair it's not my job yeah but they, they were actually talking in the far right literature i'm not gonna i think it's stormfront there's a writer for stormfront who said Suter was an agent before this was disclosed this year really in the last couple of months that there was disclosed that he was an agent. What they didn't even name his name, but they named something very specific to Souter, which, and it's suspected to be Souter, is that he had an arrest for having a silencer and a gun that had the, what is it, the, not the label, the numbers were scraped off. of
0: the Serial it. number, yeah.
1: Yeah, serial number was scraped off, so they know that he was arrested for that, so, and that's actually the exact time that he started operating as a confidential informant, so supposedly, allegedly. Okay. So those are some of the updates that I put in. I mean, there's a lot more stories. There's this kid, Harry Vaughn. There's all these named kids who are young people, 18, 17. So it's very a dangerous kind of environment where these young guys are online and obtaining this kind of neo-Nazi satanic ideas. And uh, it's really kind of unique too. So I think that it's really popped up. I think it's really become much more prevalent in the last, really the last two or three years.
0: Well, like this guy here, Ryan Fleming, if you don't mind me showing this, looks like he plays in the NHL or something, right? Like you definitely wouldn't expect something from, you know, like it's so, whether it's their intelligence or their, you know, it's not, it's not your, it's definitely not. Your and he favorite.
1: published his stuff through the Martinet press, which was run by the temple of blood. So that's one of the guys who did that. So and that guy, the supposed, mm-hmm. the supposed confidential informant is the guy who runs the Martinet press. So there's a lot of strange stuff going on in there. But you certainly don't want your family to get involved in this. I mean, one kid who was joining Adam Waffen shot his girlfriend's parents, so he murdered those two. Oh, yeah. That probably isn't a government op. Woodard killed some Jewish kid in Orange County, California. So that probably wasn't a government op. The two guys who died in uh, Tampa, probably not a government op. It was just these guys with these crazy ideas. And I think that it's really kind of a shame like there are a couple guys who got seduced by far right ideologies who came out the other side and gave it up. And some of these young kids who died didn't get that chance. So they didn't get a chance to repent or change their life for the better. So that's kind of the shame of that is like they either died or they went they they lost cause and if you go back and look at World War Two. It was a disaster for everybody. Just 60 million people dead. Like, you want to yeah. go back and relive all that stuff, or kind of restart that, even in a small amount? Like, that's your dream. I mean, I think it's the dream of a young, naive person. I don't think seasoned people would really ever really want to go through the horrors of that. And there's still like, there's still people alive today. They're still trying some Nazis around, and there's still people who survived uh, the Holocaust. Yeah, when the real murder was the, the real deaths were on the Eastern Front when Hitler made his extermination order for the Russians. Like one eighth of every Russian died. Like it was just a it was a, a slaughter. I think how many? I think that like twenty million Russians died during during World War II. And then they, then everything turned back and the Germans just got brutalized too. Like shoved in concentration camps. think a lot of them got the same treatment that the German people. In right. a general sense, I mean. Yeah. So it was a big, I mean, it's just a disaster. Human is a disaster for humanity. So these ideas. Oh, yeah. Are, yeah. So I, I don't, you got to really watch out. You don't want your kids to be online. If one of your kids or somebody you know is in one of these like high risk groups, you're much better off having that person be in theater or doing sure. art club or ceramics or getting outside. And staying off the computer with and being subjected or being seduced by these bad ideas. And that's really actually the common denominator is a lot of these guys are on the computer a lot. So they've just yes. like almost the outside world has collapsed in on their computer brain. And so being outside, I think, is a much better way to comprehend the world than looking at all this literature online or going to Stormfront or Iron March was another one these guys were all involved in. So, yeah, so I mean in your I mean that's the way I'd like to kind of sum it up is be careful, stay away. And the other thing is these guys are dangerous. Like they're nihilistic, they kill themselves too. If you look at the history of the kind of Nazis post post-Hitler Nazis, even in the states, like as that Rockwell was killed by one of his own fellow Nazis. And there's another guy named Thomaselli or Thomasini. The same thing, the Nazis killed him off because they all want to be Hitler. So they all kill each other off too. I mean. So it's just uh, seeding the, the wind, you know, you're just, you're just sowing the wind. It's just, just a waste. Yeah. It's just a giant waste. And some of these guys, I mean, yeah. yeah. No, they're it's,
0: it's awful, William. And like some of these stories, again, I highly recommend the book and just to bring up two, two, two stories in the book that were just, were left crazy and bone chilling one of them was the army the u.s army private ethan melzer
1: melzer yeah
0: melzer yeah.
1: yeah this
0: i mean do you mind just giving a quick rundown of that story yeah
1: i mean that was one of the first things that i came across he was a uh, he was in the i can't remember which service he was but he was in italy and he was sending information back where he was going to betray his own Squad to a terrorist attack and I think he was going to do it and try to blame it on other people and they caught him so he actually end up he's sitting in the MCC in New York City with Elaine Maxwell who goes to trial in November but yeah Meltzer yeah he was going to plan to attack his own unit and they caught him with this book that all these other guys have which is the secret the sinister tradition so that's kind of one one thing that you know that's not Meltzer. But yeah, there's a bunch of other articles. There's another article yeah. where that you can show the ONA thing. That's another one. That's definitely fairly recent.
0: Yeah, you bring that in your book, I believe.
1: Yeah. So that's just one example. So that's the ONA. And there's all there's a lot of other stuff. There's a lot of there's a lot of people in the UK and the US are really starting to look into this and they're mentioning the order of nine angles by name. So there's a prescription. And one of these offshoots of Adam Walkman actually got prescribed which means that if you join that group in australia yeah you get an automatic 10-year sentence and i think that was Sonnen creek division so it was adam waffen division Sonic creek division fewer creek division that's the picture i was thinking about yep.
0: There's so
1: the, okay. the stuff, yeah and the the standard skull mask too
0: yeah yeah and the beret yeah jeez, yeah that's crazy 10 years just for joining i mean like th- might as well yeah like start setting an example like these groups are so dangerous on so many different levels just the implications of them
1: it's dangerous to your family dangerous to your life dangerous i mean
0: society to
1: society i mean i some of these kids get mixed up in this i mean think of the families like i guess you're i don't know if you're supposed to be sympathetic to like nazis families but Right. Like, I mean, imagine your kid grows up and becomes a freaking member of Adam Waffen and kills somebody like and you're from a nice kind of middle class family and you're around. Like what happened? How does that happen? They got online. They got crappy ideas. They got some person older than them who encouraged them down a dark path. And uh, that's really the new thing. That's the whole thing is that they're not communicating. And that's the rise of the ONA is they're not communicating through books, personal in-person stuff they're communicating through forums online or some website or somebody contacts somebody and goes hey you know and then the other person educates them about it so yeah it's bad I mean yeah so I think it's a warning to everybody and I you know I'm not really that positive about the future I don't I think that with the rise of young people online and kind of the social upheavals that we're in you know it doesn't these kind of things the conflicts and stuff don't drive people to do generally don't drive people to do you know very kind of milk toast ideas it drives people crazy angry and then they join radical groups probably what happened with the nazis too is that there was so much destabilization after world war one in germany and then the weimar republic wasn't that effective and then the stock market crash and affect germany and then, then people were like well
0: who's gonna fix things you know yeah enough um, is enough
1: yeah, so we, we don't want to go through that again. So,
0: no, yeah, I'm, yeah.
1: Anyway, my book is up; it's available. the The changes have been made. If you want to get my book, you can go to my website, William Ramsey Investigates, you can get it off Amazon. It's all over the world now; it's being sold in Japan. I have like a weird. oh well, it's not that weird; it's great. But I have a little bit of a following in Japan. buys my books, so somebody's oh, yeah? distributing. Yeah, somebody's distrib- distributing large numbers of my books in Japan but uh yeah so yeah my podcast or web podcast is that i put put in a lot of good interviews true crime type interviews is also william ramsey investigates which you can listen to stuff on a variety of different subjects yeah so, and i love it uh,
0: your website has all your books uh, shows your podcast and your videos your videos are on vimeo as well five five documentaries on vimeo and i'll, I'll try to send that to you in the show notes right on no that's great thanks so much for coming in yeah, again sure. uh, the book is great and everyone listening we are we're giving away two signed copies of global death cult so make sure to stay tuned on that i'll i'll give more information through social media and yeah thank thanks again for coming william i'll i'll sure. look into once i get back to toronto i'll look into that that copy of camp x for you yeah please do uh, i'll give you, you
1: f- my p.o box number
0: sweet and i'll, I'll do away. me a
1: favor you should check into that von nudigem case if you're in toronto i want he's to. not going to trial yet but that would be very interesting to see how that progresses because i know he's had court appearances but because of covid it's been delayed but I, if you're on point i bet you could find out when his trial is typically you'll, you'll be allowed to go yeah so i'm, gonna, I'm gonna look into that for sure man so
0: i'll yeah, i'll let you know what happens there and uh yeah we can cool we can cook yeah. up with that. But yeah, until then, I will, uh, I'm going to send out that invite to you for the JFK special I'm trying to put together. But yeah, until then, be well and I'll talk to you, you soon. Too.
1: All right. Thanks okay. for awesome. having me. Yeah. Good to Take talk care, my you. friend. Bye. Take care. Bye.